Report, recorded live on Jupiter's third largest moon, Callisto. When he comes around, homeboy, watch your nugget. He's the master of the beatdown. His style's rugged. He's your host, Icy Robots. Greetings, Earth people. I am from Jupiter. It is me again, Icy Robots. I am not a hero, but I do sacrifice a bit of my week each and every week to make your week a bit less weak. And this week, this week, it's probably only going to get a bit less weak, but that's cool, man. It's better than nothing. We're going to do a no main topic episode. We're going to talk about this and that, what's going on, you know, what's up with me, what's up with you, blah, 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 blah. But uh, Iceberg's not here. That's just the way it is sometimes. Dude's been mowing through his vacation time like crazy. I don't know what he's up to. It's just the way that it is. But uh, from what I understand, Engineer Emily and uh, Melissa from Pod B got a new bit going. So let's see. Uh, hey, Emily, can you find that for us? Sure, no problem. Just let me find it. Okay, here it is. <laughs> Alright, hold it now. Hit it! Roger that. You are listening to the Toys R Us Report. It's hard to be the man. They trying to tie down both hands. I got to use my brain, maintain and expand. Some don't like what we do. I say <laughs> They're critics too. I don't contemplate with them. I just concentrate on you. All right, good work, guys. That, of course, is a lyric from The Medicine by Showin' AG off their record, Goodfellas. That's one of my favorite records of the 90s, hip-hop records, Goodfellas by Showin' AG. I know it got some credit, but I think overall it's pretty underrated. Go check that out if you're into, like, 90s hip-hop stuff. Uh... The rhyme itself was apropos in that, I don't even want to really talk about this, but I'm going to anyway. Over the last uh, week or so, I got some nasty emails. They weren't even nasty. They were just, people were upset that there was a week without the show. And that was unfortunate, but it did happen. And I got some messages from people saying they weren't going to listen anymore. And I just want to say that I hope you're listening now and that... I hope in the future, even though you have decided, you know, to leave us for now, I hope someday you do decide to come back, and when you do, if you do, you know, we'll we'll be here on Jupiter waiting for you, uh, no hard feelings. At any rate, what have I been up to lately? Man, I have just been super busy, you know, with, with school in effect, it's just, eh. Stuff after stuff after stuff, but not all of it's bad. We've been going, we've been going to the football games over at the high school because 2.0 is in the pep band and it's fun. It's different. And what makes it so interesting is being around teenagers. I know some of you have teenagers of your own and I have one of my own, but just being around them by and large is very interesting. They They are not like what I once was when I was a teenager or like other people that I knew as a teenager. I'll I'll give you an example, and this isn't anything wacky, but it is something that is a bit interesting. 
we were heading down to the game and we got a text message uh, ordering us to bring some food that 2.0 and her crew were on the hungry side and they wanted something. So, you know, we wanted to do it on the cheap. So we hit a McDonald's. We got a, like a few chicken sandwiches and some fries and stuff. What do you... What do you expect? You know, what do you want? You're just asking for some chow. So we got some chicken sandwiches and some fries and 2.0 and her gal pal were happy, you know, to eat them down. But as it turns out, there is a dude they hang out with. And this guy, over the course of his life, has never once eaten McDonald's. He is a very health conscious young man. And that's good for him, man. Good for you. If you have that kind of intestinal fortitude, if you have that kind of strength, man, I... You definitely get my respect, but I didn't know that. I did not know that he had never eaten McDonald's in his life. So I'm just like, here you go, man. Bag full of McChickens and fries, you know, have at it. And 2.0 took hers, you know, her gal pal took hers and they were, you know, they just immediately got their chomp on. But I could kind of see like trepidation in the, in this boy's face, but he is a nice kid, but he's a bit on the timid side. So I didn't think anything of it. And plus high school, high school boys are... They're either, like, super aggressive or super timid. Um, there's not a lot of in-between. At least, at least that you see. I'm sure that, like, in their day-to-day life, there is a lot of, you know, varying moods. But either you get, it seems like these kids that come over, either they're super timid or they're not, you know, they're just, like, in your face. But I'm watching him look all weird at his sandwich and... I don't know. I thought maybe he just didn't, you know, he wasn't hungry. He didn't want it. He didn't, he didn't know how to say no. So I just stepped. It's not, it's not even a big deal. I think it costs like $1.99. So he could do whatever he wants with it. So I go to step and I'm sitting there watching the game. And I'm also, you know, I'm looking over at 2.0 because they're playing, you know, music in between plays and it's fun. And I see him start nibbling at the sandwich. Like, Kind of like a, like a like a rat. I don't want to. He did not look like a rat, but like with his front teeth, like eh, 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 taking small bites, and then he ate it. And I watched him. He ate the whole sandwich, and I thought that was yeah. It, it wasn't especially interesting at the time, but it was a bit peculiar, just the way that he kind of was eating it the way you would be eating like some foreign dish that you did not know what the protein was. Like you're in some different place and they're giving you something and it seems like it tastes good, but you're not really sure what it is. So you're not getting your full on chow down. You know, you're just kind of meh, 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 but you are eating it. He did eat it. And then later when we got home, I I mentioned this to, to 2.0 when we were chilling and she was all like, dude, dude, bro has never had McDonald's in his life. His parents don't eat that way, man. They... They shop at Trader Joe's and they ride their bikes to work, which is cool. I'm into it. I dig it. If, if that's your thing, that's your thing. But uh, you should have a warning label, I guess. <laughs> but he ate it and he didn't like it, which is cool, man, whatever. But I feel bad for for making him break his streak. Should I? Do you think I should? I don't know. I kind of feel as if I offered it to him, you know, unknowingly, but... I am the one who pushed it in his face, but he is the one that chose to eat it. If, you know, let's say, for example, he had some kind of a uh, 
a religion that did not allow him to eat certain stuff. If I gave him one of these things and he said, oh, I'm sorry, I belong to this sect and, you know, we're not allowed to do that, I would, you know, I would apologize and, you know, that would be that. It would be no big deal. So, in a sense, he is almost in, like, a health religion. So, he probably should have pointed it out to me when I offered, uh, maybe... He was scared of me. I don't know. Sometimes I'm not scary in any way, but teenagers are weird in that they just sometimes they just they they don't want to they don't want to voice their opinions. And then there are some, on the other hand, who only want to voice their (laughs) opinions about everything all the time. Here is another weird thing about a kid. I have I have like a big stack of VHS tapes over near the living room TV there. Things I picked up at the dig. And that have, you know, TV shows listed on the labels. I like to go through them and see if there's, like, channel breaks or commercials. Just weird stuff. So, they're sitting there waiting for me to review. I, I don't get to review them as much as I want. And the stack just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. But Kid saw a stack. And he mentioned, kind of embarrassingly to 2.0, that... When he first met us, he thought that, well, he felt bad for us because he thought that we were so, so poor that we had to watch VHS tapes. The kid, kid comes from a wealthy family and I want to, I want to make it clear in no way are we poor. Not in any sense of any word. You know, I got this great job here on the station The wife works. We're not rich, but we got, you know, we're fine. We're good. We're good to go. Don't worry about us. But a kid thought that we were so, so hurting for loot that we got to watch videotapes. Can't even afford DVDs. Can't even afford Blu-rays. He, he was feeling bad for us. But uh, little did he know that it's just a lifestyle choice, man. I choose to watch things in their original format, you know, and I... I choose to try to find, like, things, you know, and save them off videotapes or whatever. He didn't know that, I don't know, that I'm weird, I guess? When, in reality, he is the one that's weird because never has the sweet taste of a McRib passed down his gullet. I don't know, man. Whatever, dude. Just, uh, live your life. Live your life how you want to live your life. So, I guess that's that. You know, this is old news at this point, but, uh... Dudes are tripping out about clowns over at the school, too. When we were at the game, 2.0 earlier in the day had informed us that there might not even be a game because they got some calls saying that some clowns were going to run roughshod over everybody there. And there was serious talk about canceling the game and emptying out the campus. I, I don't know about that, but by this point, the clown thing has died down. But when we were at the game, kids were... Kids were mad nervous. I kept hearing the word uh, clown, 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 like over and over again. And I did, I did help to fuel the fire. You know, I don't know, man. It's, I know it's, I know it's all silly. So I'm not even, I'm not even worried about it. But I walked by and I, you know, I said to the wife, can you believe all those uh, clowns that are hanging out in the parking lot over by the library? And I saw somebody turn and look at me and, you know, shrug my shoulders. And then he whispered it to somebody else. I'm not saying it like spread like wildfire through the bleachers, but, uh, I might have, I might have made a few kids scared, which is, you know, in the spirit of the Halloween season, uh, that's about that, none of that was really all that super exciting, I just, I don't know, man, I was tripping out that some kid had 
never enjoyed the sweet taste of Mickey D's. Let's let's move into the next segment of the show known as At the Movies. In a moment, At the Movies, without Ebert, Siskel, or even that dude Roper. But you got Icy Robot, so that's something, right? I'm talking about your entire generation. Generation, why me, I call it. You live on your phones. You have no idea how to function like normal people in the real world. Miss Wickland, this isn't the real world. This is Canada. Damn yoga hosers. <laughs> Don't you move, you yoga hosers! This is so basic. This is beyond basic. Yoga Hosers is the latest from Kevin Smith. It is presently sitting at uh, 17 tomatoes with the critics and 55% tomatoes with the peeps, with the yous and me's, with us, with the fans, with the viewers. Uh, This is a tough one. I I have an interesting history with Kevin Smith, like... Like a lot of people, I was of the clerk's age when the movie came out. I felt as if, I felt as if this movie spoke to me. I felt like this was the movie for my generation and that Kevin Smith was the filmmaker of my generation. Now, over time, that turned out to not be true so much. He followed up this movie with a good one. Then another good one. But then, then things fell apart. And now we are at Yoga Hosers. As I understand it, and I might be wrong, I, this was sort of a crowdfunded type movie. He made this completely outside of the big studio world, which is awesome. And it is something that I give him big credit for. Anytime you could do something of this scale on your own, you get props from me, but I I hate to say it. I don't um I don't like to bag on people's art. I don't. I don't want to be that guy, but this wasn't a good movie. There was some good parts. There were parts that I enjoyed, there were parts I laughed at, but overall it just it's not it wasn't that great. When I heard about this this movie, I went to my pal who, uh, he books the movies for our local theater chain. And I went to him and I said, hey man, do your best to get yoga hosers, please. Get yoga hosers for us. I guarantee that some people will come see. And he said he he would do his best, but he was unable to get it for whatever reason. My guess is he saw the, the trailers and he was unable to get it for us. So, I had to actually watch this one on the Roku stick on a, a streaming service. I don't I don't do that so much. I do watch a lot of stuff on Netflix or on whatever, but this was the first time that I used this app and I can't even remember what it was called right now. Flixfan, Flixfest, I don't know. If you Google Yoga Hosers and where you can watch it, this will be the first thing that pops up. This was the official online home of Yoga Hosers. The movie did sort of a small runaround in theaters. It was kind of 
a lot of them, Kevin Smith would be there and he would do Q&As. But I know the movie did open in theaters, but it did not open here. So we had to watch it on the Roku. And when I heard about this, I said that earlier, but this I had plans. I had plans for this movie because the gimmick with it was this was going to be Kevin Smith's PG-13 movie. This was going to be the one that you could watch with the family. And I was looking forward to that. I knew there would be, you know, some off-color jokes and there would be whatever. And there is, but, you know, for like a PG-13, it fits, you know, appropriately in that category. And I was looking forward to checking this out with 2.0. I thought it would be fun. I thought we'd go as a family and we'd see it. But instead, we watched it at home as a family. And she had her gal pal here too. So we all watched it as one big family. And... I really, I wanted it to be great. I did. I wanted it to be great and I wanted us to have fun. But like partway through the thing, 2.0 is like, this movie's really bad. And I had, you know, I, I had no choice but to agree. We stuck it out, um, but it wasn't great. It, it, sadly, it was not great. Uh, the basic story is that it is set in Canada. It stars his daughter, Harley Quinn Smith, and uh, Johnny Depp's daughter, I think her name is Lily Rose Depp, as two convenience store workers, much like Dante and Randall back in the day, but in an updated sense where they flip through their smartphones and they have, like, Instagram accounts or whatever, and they, they you know, use emojis, you know, that, that kind of stuff. It was supposed to be more modern, supposed to be more hip. It, it uh, you know... I gotta say, 2.0 didn't think that the Instagram stuff was all that, you know, all that, like, with the curve or whatever. She wasn't, she wasn't feeling the newness, you know, what was supposed to be the hipness of the movie, movie at all, which is kind of a bummer. But, anywho, these two are, you know, convenience store workers, and they end up, you know, uncovering this conspiracy involving the town's history with Nazis and... All sorts of stuff ensues, all kinds of action. Johnny Depp is in it. He is reprising his role from Tusk as, uh, I don't even remember what he was named, the the wacky private detective policeman type. He's in it. This is part of, this is part two of Kevin Smith's uh, True North trilogy. There was Tusk and this, and eventually there will be a movie called Moose Jaw, which is supposed to be like Jaws, but with a moose, uh... With that premise, it's like, you got me. You got me hooked, Kevin Smith. You know, you, you will guarantee to get me for your next movie. I'm looking forward to Moose Jaw. I cannot imagine what this is going to be like. But back to uh, Yoga Hosers. So they uncover this history with Nazism in their town. And all sorts of action happens. Johnny Depp plays the professor. And it's just, it's not a great movie. It's not put together well. There's a lot of, just a lot of flaws. And I feel bad because I don't like to say negative stuff about somebody's art. I don't. It makes me feel bad. I want to, uh, I want to, you know, I want to, like, pick people up, man. I don't want to put them down. And I hope, if you're listening, Kevin Smith, and I know you're not, but if you are, you're, I, you know, I'm still, I'm still down with you. Everything's not a home run. And I'm still down with you. For a while, though, I, I was really down on Kev Smith. Um, when he started putting out movies like Jersey Girl and just all these other ones, I... I kind of, you know, I had liked him so much that when I started to dislike him, it became a great dislike. And eventually I did rediscover him through, you know, through the world of podcasting. He does Smodcast and he does all these other fun shows. And I I rediscovered him that way. And 
you know, we became friends again. So right now we're in a good position and that's fine. And I do look forward to Moose Jaw. Is it Moose Jaws? I, I'm thinking it's Moose Jaw. It might, it might be either way. Um, at any rate, I am looking forward to this, to that. But Yoga Hosers, Yoga Hosers was really weird. At the end, they, you know, there's like a boss fight like there is in many movies. And they try to make it sort of video game-ish in the sense that like they're chopping and punching and they're kicking and numbers are flying off the beast that they're fighting. You know, numbers are flying off like points that they're scoring. But it just, I don't know, it just didn't work. It was bad. And when when the big boss fight climax of the movie is a lacking, you know, you leave automatically unsatisfied. And while there's some witty dialogue, and I think that uh, Harley Quinn Smith is... Like a charming actress, I do like her. She has like she has this really husky voice, which I which I think is cool. I like it when a when a gal when a girl talks like this. I think it's always cool. Uh, <laughs> like who's a good example? Sophia Bush. Sophia Bush. I think that she was was she on the OC? I believe that's where she is from. Um, she was in The Hitcher as well, and she's on some some cop show on TV right now. You know what I most know Sophia Bush from is John Tucker Must Die, which is not. A great movie by any stretch, but I seem to watch it almost every time it's on TV, so... And then I got to kiss my girlfriend, Brittany, uh, when we did this movie called John Tucker Must Die together. Yeah. And it's weird, because when we're out together, a lot of people are like, we can just kiss each other again? And I'm like, really? Are we still... Like, what's going on here? If you rate a movie in your personal pantheon by how often you watch it, this might be one of my favorites. And there's also, like, uh, Angie Harmon... I have so many questions for you. First of all, okay. uh, you have such an amazing voice. You have such a sexy, raspy voice. How did you get that voice? Did you always have that voice? Years and years of drinking. You know what? It just kind of, uh, it just kind of, now I'm all nervous. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it, I don't know. It, it just sort of, uh, it just sort of happened. And I think it kind of changed in high school. And that was it. Right. And I kind of stuck with it. There's a lot to be said for that. And she was, she was one of the highlights of the movie. One thing I, I think about um, is, do you think that Johnny Depp and Kevin Smith are friends? Johnny Depp has been in a couple different Kevin Smith's movie and movies, and his daughter and Kevin Smith's daughter are like best friends in real life. So it is possible that they're friends, but while I have met them, I'm not, you know, like best friends with uh, 2.0's um, gal pals parents. I think they're cool. They, you know, I like them, but we're not best pals. Not enough to where I would, I would want them to be in a movie that I made or like, come up here to the station and work on the show. I I am rambling. I just, sometimes when it comes to Kevin Smith, I have a lot to say. I I do. Um, I heard this on a podcast recently, and it was in regards to Kevin Smith. Somebody, I, I think it was The Canon, which is a good movie show, and I, they were talking about uh, Clerks, and he said that, you know, that was a really great movie, but after that, after Mallrats, Kevin Smith really fell apart because these were based on his real life experiences. And when it came down to it, as a writer, Kevin Smith was very good at taking things that happened to him and turning them into like comedy, into really great stories. But he didn't have the creativity so much to invent original ideas, you know, new ideas. So once he ran out of things from his real life to talk about, he, he, you know, he just, he didn't know what direction to go. And he wound up with weird movies like Jersey Girl, Tusk, Yoga Hosers. I don't know, Tusk was cool. I did I did enjoy Tusk. But, you know, his strength was his real life. And once he stopped being a convenience store worker and he made Clerks, 
his life changed. His, you know, his previous life was gone. He's a filmmaker and it, uh, you know, he ran, he ran out of life stories at that point. So I don't know, man, not a lot that he could do about that. It's not like he's going to go back and start working at the store. At any rate, I'm going to, uh, this is a lot of Kevin Smith talk. We're going to cut directly right now into the Toys R Us report itself. Talk about some TV. I don't know. It'll be fun. Be right back. Please drop by supportthereport.com and consider becoming a show patron for as low as a measly dollar a month. It's the right thing to do. You've made it this far. It's time. The final segment, your weekly toy shop update, the Toys R Us report. All right, we are back. Let's, uh, let's see what's going on. Not, you know... Not a lot because there is so much going on. I'm just crazy mad busy lately. You ever have those periods where it's like every single thing is popping off at once? Well, that's what I'm in the middle of right now. Uh, I It's just I'm so busy, man, and I, I don't like to be that dude. But, man, just so many dumb things going on all at once. What's, what's popping, though? It's Halloween. Halloween is coming up. It's hot here, man. It's like It's like seriously like 80 degrees. It's hard to feel Halloween-y. When it is so hot in the home state. Here on here on Jupiter, it's mad cold. We can't even go outside. Seasons have no meaning when you're in a space station on Jupiter. But back in California, it's it's mad hot. It's hard to get Halloween when it's so hot. But I do my best. I try to go out and I try to find things that will help me get into the Halloween spirit. I decorated the front yard of the Earth base. I got a lot of blow molds. And I put those all out. I got ghosts. And I got gravestones. It's kind of fun. I don't, I don't overdo it. And everything I put out there is family friendly. I don't put like severed heads, you know, or severed limbs like some, some folks do. Hey man, do what you want. It's Halloween, but I don't really want to scare anybody. I just want to give some kids like pleasant Halloween memories. I want to help spread the joy. I did get, I did get one thing that is really helping me spread the Halloween cheer. And I should have, I should have talked about this earlier and I, I regret it. Um, there is a YouTube series called Here Lies. They they talk about all sorts of cool stuff, horror, synth music. It's dope. Um, but they put out a Halloween VHS tape. It was, I believe, $8. And you could find it. You could get it from them. I would contact these guys on Twitter. And their Twitter handle is herelies.com with the word dot spelled out. But they put out a Halloween mixtape on VHS. These guys, this is a genius work. The The chap is named Eddie Spaghetti. It's Eddie Spaghetti's Halloween mix, and it's six hours of Halloween commercials, Halloween bits from shows, scary stuff. It's great. We're only like two hours into it, m- me and the old wife, but I already feel like I've gotten triple my money's worth out of it. It is great. The Eddie Spaghetti Halloween Mix, herelies.com on Twitter, at herelies.com. That's D-O-T-com. They spell out the dot, not a dot. You can find them on YouTube as well, youtube.com, backslash user, backslash herelies.com. Again, dot spelled out. I, I don't know. Here lies with an actual dot must already be taken. That's That sucks, but that's where you can find them. I got this tape. I love it. The Eddie Spaghetti Special. Also, I got a couple books. These aren't Halloween books, but they are, they, they're uh, Kindle books. There was a day where I was really feeling under the weather because of allergies. So I bought a couple Kindle books and I read them while I was laying there. And 
these did help me make it through the day. One of them is called Biking to Buzzards and Other 80s Childhood Adventures. That's written by Josh Gross from Pop Rewind. It's it's a bit short, but the stories are great. It's all of his tales of growing up in the 80s and you know, there's video games and toys. I I enjoyed this a lot. Another one is called I Am a Mark by Fred Esposito. This is a wrestling book. I, I like wrestling. You guys know that. And this one was brought to my attention through the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. And it's fantastic. The guy in the story, so his real life story, he is a wrestling fan. And he kind of gets conned by this retired dude, this retired grappler who runs a wrestling school. He... He kind of cons him into buying into the company and running a promotion with him. But it's not like that at all. He's just, he's swindling him. He's taking his money. And it's this guy's tale of being a mark for being a money mark for this uh, wrestling promoter. I think it's Brett Sawyer is his name. It was just a really good story. It's a bad story for him, but it's a well-written, interesting story, especially if you have even like the remotest interest in the world of like independent wrestling. This is, I would recommend this quite a bit. I'm a Mark by S. Posito. You can get both these on Kindle, on Amazon. They didn't cost very much. They're like $2.99. And if you spend the afternoon reading something, it only costs $2.99. That's fantastic. Uh, you really got your money's worth. Do you guys have big Halloween plans? I don't really. It's, yeah, it's on a weekday. I think we're going to drive 2.0 and her pals up to the Next neighborhood over. Our neighborhood used to be a hot spot for trick-or-treating, but it since died down. They put this high-priced development up on the hill, and everybody goes and trick-or-treats there now. So we're going to drive up there, and, uh, you know, we'll walk around. We got we got a costume for the dog. It's like an ice cream sundae. So one of our pups is going as an ice cream sundae, and we'll walk around. It'll be fun. I do feel like a bit of a swindler myself, because we decorated the front yard for Halloween, but we're probably not going to be here for trick-or-treats. Sure, I'll put out a bowl of candy, but the experience is knocking on the door and having somebody open it. You know, it's not getting a bowl and picking candy from it. It's, and I feel bad. I feel like I'm, like I'm false advertising. You know, I really should be here, but I won't be. So, but we know whatever at any rate. Um, What else is going on? The CW, the DCW universe is in full effect. I've only been able to keep up on Flash and Arrow right now. As as sad as it is, I have not been able to get to Supergirl. Like I said, I'm mad busy. It's weird. I'm mad busy. Um, but I'm liking what I'm seeing in Arrow more so than I have in the past. He's putting together a new team. So you got, you got a few new characters, which is neat. He has Wild Dog, who is an 80s favorite. And he... I believe the I forget his name. He worked he worked with Felicity Smoke. He is the black fella. He's going to become Mr. Terrific if I if I'm uh remembering correctly and they've introduced Ragman, who's another wacky character that I never ever thought that I would see on TV. I'll do a uh who's who in the DC universe soon enough and we'll go over a few of these guys. So don't worry man. You won't be in the dark for long uh as far as that goes, but it's cool. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying seeing him putting together a new team. I'm enjoying seeing some cool new characters. I never in a million years thought I would see Wild Dog on the TV screen. So that that is fun in itself. On Flash, he's going through the whole Flashpoint Chronicles where he's changed time. And it's okay. I do think that I'm a bit disappointed. The, the effects aren't as far-reaching 
as I had hoped they would be. They seem they seem fairly contained. There are some changes in Arrow, like very minute changes, but I expected this to be like a whole new universe when they were going to do Flashpoint, like in the comics or the cartoon, but whatever. I do feel, uh, you know, I feel ripped off. I feel ripped off by this free TV show. Um, still, though, love the DCW universe. Haven't got the Luke Cage yet. Uh, Netflix, to me, it's it's like out of sight, out of mind. I forget that it's there because when I t- you know, turn on the TV, I go to the DVR, I see how I'm running out of space. Like, I have all these shows recorded, so I got to mow through some of them. I just don't think to go over there and check out Netflix. I know it'll it'll be there waiting for me. Um, that's about it, my dudes. We got to cut this show short this week. I, I do like to go longer, but this week it is what it is. And let's all just, let's be happy that we're all together and we're all having fun and things are good. This is me, I See Robots. If you're looking uh, to connect further, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com backslash I See Robots. That is I-S-E-E Robots, as if I am looking at them. Same thing on Twitter, at I See Robots. You can follow me there. I would appreciate it if you do. The Facebook group is more active, but got some Twitter Twitter peeps out there. And let's see, I See Robots.com, I-S-E Robots.com is the place to be. Write about video stores, write about all sorts of fun stuff, and hopefully, I, you know, I get a few things out a week, and that's always, always good. But I do think the Facebook group is the most active of all. So, like I said, this is me, Icy Robot, signing off for Engineer Emily. This is episode number 97, no main topic. If you don't know, now you know. This has been an IC Robots Radio production. IC Robots Radio is a listener-supported endeavor. If you like what we do and we make your day a little easier, please consider tossing a few bucks our way to help keep the life support running. All money collected goes to help us prepare for future space pirate attacks. Go on over to supportthereport.com for all the details. Thanks and have a great week.